taste of dragon's gaming podcast. We eat sandwiches and play games. Taste of dragon's gaming podcast. A podcast for everyone's day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Taste of Dragons, the podcast. The video game podcast that all you skydivers listen to. Ah! You're falling. (laughs) (laughs) This week, the animals are going rogue. They're turning tails and making ghosts. The news is just not good. Our topic is falling, guy. And our dragon this week is Boomblastic, gaming innovator Robin Hunnicky. And as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. I'm Amanda. And I'm Joe. And uh, you didn't hear uh, Lewis this time because he's not here this week, unfortunately. But that means an easier setup for us. So, you know, we know it's, it's okay. It's not, it's not bad. <laughs> there is balance in the world. There is. <laughs> this podcast can be so snappy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was weird because, like, we started out with Lewis and it was, you know, great. Yeah. You know, we're all, you know, we're you, all. Lewis, Joe, yeah, Brian, Lewis, and Joe, you guys kicked this podcast off. Yeah, yeah. Initially. And we, we were doing everything. It was like, great. And then he went away to New York. We're like, oh, it's really happy for you guys, you know, for you and everything. And then it was just the I four took of us. Lewis's place. You did. Because he had to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, uh, and then, so, you know, we, it was just the four of us. I was like, oh, okay, this is nice. It was just, it was like, ah, oh, kind of missing Lewis, though. And then, yeah. he, and then he moved back down. <laughs> That's right. What's up, buddy? <laughs> and now he leaves. I know, Ugh. right? He oh. will be back. Hopefully next Hopefully week. Hopefully next week. Next week. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that sounded like a threat, man. Look, <laughs> order power hours working out real well. We're getting scared. <laughs> we might have to take him out first, you know. <laughs> For the good of mankind. Right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, hopefully he'll be here next week and we can we can do all that jazz. But let's get into the games this week. What are you playing? And uh, this week, do you want to start us off, Manda? Sure. Uh, mine's going to be short. Uh, <laughs> I played a little bit of Animal Crossing. If anyone is still playing Animal Crossing, you will have noticed the pretty, pretty pumpkins that they released this month. Pretty, pretty pumpkins. They come in white and <gasps> orange and <gasps> yellow and Ooh. green. Wow. Green. They're green pumpkins. Yep. Yeah. They Wait, look really seriously? dope. Seriously? No, no, I mean like in real life. Are yes. they green yes, pumpkins? They are. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they're still called pumpkins. Yep. I'm That's sure. Correct. Think of like gourds. <laughs> yeah, gourds, sure. But like pumpkins are, yeah, are orange and sometimes white. Because yeah. Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> she did turn into a pumpkin or something, right? Uh, or turn, well, or something turned back her, into a carriage? Her, her carriage. Her carriage. Yes. There we go. It's yes. been a long time since I've seen that story. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell. <laughs> well, no, I, I thought she turned into a pumpkin. I'm like, wait, no, that doesn't sound right. She's a person. She didn't turn into anything. That yeah, would have been a yeah. better ending, actually. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Trying to fit a shoe on a pumpkin. Careful <laughs> what you wish for. We're going to have to take off about 20% of this pumpkin to get this shoe to fit, guys. <laughs> a dream is a wish your gourd makes. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the game. Uh, <laughs> uh, we promised to be more on topic this week. We promised. <laughs> hey, they didn't know that last week. Joe did really well editing, okay? <laughs> you can let us know if you could tell. <laughs> you let us know. Uh, but uh, in addition to the pumpkins, the Able Sisters have had a lot of like Halloween-esque clothing come out. They're definitely like letting you prep for whatever Halloween event that you're going to do. Uh-huh. Uh, and Jack is going to be coming at the end of the month. So, so that's been fun. It's like planting the pumpkins, uh, watering the pumpkins, and then making pumpkin-themed objects, and then lamenting that the other events that they had weren't as cool as this. Can uh, you make <laughs> pumpkin bread? No. Can you make pumpkin pie? No. 
can you make a, a pumpkin spice latte? No, but do you want to put like a pumpkin <laughs> on a pumpkin? Yes, I do. Because I can do that. Make a pumpkin snowman? Yeah. I'm yeah. in for it. Yeah, but, oh yeah, yeah. It's like a tower of jack-o'-lanterns. Oh, well, that's I scary think it was when called you say a it like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Woo! all right, good, 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 good. I was expecting something really scary, and then there were three pumpkins that were really kind of cute, actually, yeah. to be entirely honest, on top of one another. And I was like, oh, look at that. If we get to winter and the same assets for the snowman are just that pumpkin, <laughs> I'm going to be really disappointed, <laughs> but also applaud them. We have friends in the Southern Islands uh, that it's not like that. Okay, right. okay, yeah, yeah. okay. We're, we're good. It's all actually right. apparently, you know, we'll get there. And in addition to the, the festive Halloween activities, I've also been on a personal mission to cheat at collecting art because, it, well, if Red can cheat, so can I. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> so you are I've the been, Red now. Yes. I've been low-key waiting for Red to show up at my island because I read on the internet that if you get Red on your island, you can purchase a piece of art and then fast forward time travel a day and then come in and pick up that piece of art and then rewind back a day and then buy new art again because every time red generates his art randomly generates so oh. you get new art every single time and i did it three times and all three of them were fake and then i quit <laughs> I, I, like, I like how you're you're cheating so much that you're just like yeah i'm gonna do this thing it's gonna be great but then you're not actually looking up online to there's see so what's real work. or fake there's so many oh. pieces and i was like i'll just buy the statues and the sad part is, is that i i bought a painting that is always real uh-huh. but i already had it <laughs> that's amanda thing to do okay to be honest i didn't google the statues because if they're fake then i just want them anyway fair enough so like i'm like i can buy this really big portrait eh." but i was like but i got the rosetta stone and then it ended up being fake and i was like i don't care i have the rosetta stone yeah because it's blue right yeah yeah. it's it's so cool i was just gonna explain what my island looks like but that's so boring for everyone listening (laughs) so yes it was a lot of fun i'm a bad art thief but i am looking forward to halloween Nice. nice. Sweet. Yeah, I have my costume picked out. It's dope. Mm, I need to get back in. Should I some tell Halloween you guys or candies. should it be a secret? Let us know. But only it's a secret amongst us and the podcast listeners. Okay. But everyone's okay. got to be very, very secretive about it. Okay. This. Don't That's tell right. anyone. All right. Shh. Or like tell me, but tell me in a way that only I will know. Right? Okay. Okay. So I, I made <laughs> like, a... <laughs> like send a pigeon letter or something? <laughs> no, like tweet or like an Instagram yeah, or something. That's a pigeon yeah. letter. That's a pigeon that's letter. A tweet. <laughs> uh, I made a Dionysus costume. So he's like the god of parties. So I, it's really great. I got the grape backpack and then like a toga and like party glasses. Yes. It's amazing. I'm going to say, I, I will post a picture of it on Halloween around nice. my Halloween decorations. But until then, just like Loki, shh. Don't steal my costume. Dionysus nice. is a great costume. So good. Dope. So good. I have a curly mustache just because. Because yes. <laughs> why not? Yeah, yeah. He would have facial hair. He I would, agree. Got a parties. Yeah. I agree. Uh, nice. Nice. So uh, that was Animal Crossing for yes. you. And I'll go next. A game I played this week is Tales of Vesperia Definitive Edition. Mm. Um, this was the updated version of it that they released for the PS4 and I think Xbox and PC. This is a game that came out, I think, originally on the 360 and the PS3, if I remember correctly. <laughs> My voice got really high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this is a, a, an amazing game if you haven't played it before. It's it, it's like most Tales of. It's you know it's got like the little cutscene it? system. It's a, it's an RPG. It's a okay. it's a Japanese RPG. Okay. Uh, JRPG, whatever. I mean, you were talking. I don't know why I had to ask that. That's fine. That's <laughs> it was obviously a JRPG. Yeah. That's, my, that's on me. That's it on is. me. It my is. bad. <laughs> is that the golden rule when Brian says a name we don't know? We're like, oh, it's a JRPG. Yeah. Oh, if it's, it's Brian and it's a name that sounds kind of poetic but confusing, JRPG. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I. The sad part is, is I played that game and I don't remember any of it. There's a 
I can't even remember if he's like a blonde or brunette. I was like, I remember like spiky anime mm-hmm. hair, but then I was like, what am I talking about? That's like you are every JRPG. so far off. It's not was even it, close. I swear. All right. No, no, the main character is Yuri Lowen, and he has straight long purple hair. <laughs> oh, I have to have played something else. That's a yeah. different game. Wait, man. this yeah. is the game with the dog, right? Yeah, and then, oh. and then he has a dog called Rapide, who has uh, who is one of the playable characters, and he has a, a sword in his mouth or a, or a kunai in his mouth. I definitely. Did not play this game. <laughs> <laughs> you would have remembered Rapide. He's the best yeah, character. He's so dumb. <laughs> like D Dog. Yeah, but with but with the the updated version of this, so it comes with uh, better visuals. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes with controls probably better. Yeah, controls are a little bit better. Uh, but one of the things I also added was a lot of the DLC that they added in Japan uh, or on on the PC. And they added a lot more costumes as well. Oh, fun. That you can dress them up in. And a lot of the costumes are just ridiculous. <laughs> like, everybody has, like, a waiter uniform. But, <laughs> like, good. but like an old, like, how it would be in, like, the 1600s Japan. So they all got, like, just, like, they're either just covered in towels or they're just... They Frilly have, like, and, and it's just great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but they all have, like, different themed costumes. And, it's again, good for, like, you know, undercover work. Yeah. Espionage. Yeah. Espionage JRPG. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's nice though especially because if you've played the game before you've already seen a lot of the right. costumes yeah. you've already played it but now you can play it like I have uh, Yuri like I said normally he has like straight purple hair but I have him like he belongs in Ghost of Tsushima oh, like he nice. is completely shirtless <laughs> yeah. he's got like a dope robe on yeah, that's dope just robe. like or like skirt whatever you want to call it <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and his hair is like in a really long ponytail but Ooh. like Afro samurai ponytail would yeah. be <laughs> slightly more realistic because I mean, are you really gonna fight with your hair down? Like, really? No, really? of course not. No. It gets no, in your eyes. Sweaty. Yeah, in your oh, mouth. Absolutely. Yeah, no. Ponytail better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or bald better. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, bald best. <laughs> but playing this game, I've actually realized I don't remember a lot of playing it originally. <laughs> like, I was kind of like Manda. I was like, oh, I think I know what this is. And I started playing. I was like, yeah, I remember this. I remember this. I remember this. And I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great because it's a new experience, yeah. kind of all over again. Like, I kind of remember the story beats a little bit here and there, but. The actual journey is great, and uh, I'm really enjoying it. If you've never played a Tales of game, they're they're really stylized. They're very cartoony, almost like uh, uh, Zelda Wind Waker. So it's kind of got the cell shading going on. It's your normal JRPG fare, but just great stories. Cool. Just, just really good. So. Cool, cool, cool. So definitely check it out if you haven't. And that is my game, Tales of Asperia. Tales of Asperia. Definitive edition. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and then what about you, Joe? What did you play this week? I fell down the rabbit hole of Ghost of Tsushima. The PlayStation 1.1 update like trailer came out, and it, it just kind of reminded me I needed to play that again fully in lethal mode from the beginning. Ooh, and remind our listeners what lethal e- mode means yeah, in so, Ghost of Tsushima. So Ghost of Tsushima, if you haven't heard any of our past ones, uh, open world samurai fair, very fun, just samurai death schlock. It's wonderful. Uh, <laughs> but lethal mode was the hardest level, the hardest way to play the game that they added actually about maybe a week or two into the game being out, I think. Yeah. And it made it so that your strikes are extremely lethal to the bad guys, but their strikes are extremely lethal to you. So you can take a hit, maybe two depending on where you are in the story and how far your health meter is, I learned very, very, very quickly that not having all the cool stuff that I had at the end of that game (laughs) with my resolve meter and my health being up, I learned so quickly how lethal they meant. They meant lethal. They meant don't let that guy breathe on you with a sword. (laughs) I spent the first hour playing being mercilessly punished by crappy bandits. Aww. It really was. Just like, there's only like two guys and yeah. Joe's dying. I, 
after a time. I, I went through whole Mongol hordes in the northern part of that in the snow without dying. There would be like a hundred dudes in this one place. And it was like, it's okay. I will systematically kill you all with honor. <laughs> I, of which I decided that was not the route I was going this time. I was going to play the game how it was meant to be played. You're supposed to be assassinating people. You're supposed to be doing all that. So I do not walk into places and stand off every time. <laughs> I do it a lot still because it's fun, but not yeah, because you're yeah. you know, not because of any any stupid honor or anything. Nope, I'm being like this is cool. We're just I'm I'm playing as Jin now, not myself as Jin. Right, and I'm asking questions I think Jin would ask. It's very weird for me, but I will say <laughs> lethal mode is truly lethal when you don't have better stuff. Right, like I we turned lethal mode on when I played it last time, and, and it, to be honest, it made it easier for me. I only because had to hit guys en- once or twice. They yeah, died so quicker. fast. They did. Countering was unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think you starting the game over with lethal is the better way to go because when I switched over to lethal, I had already done so many armor upgrades yeah. that it negates all that stuff. Your yep. resolve and stuff, like that, that is definitely important and your charms and all of that. But as far as like, oh, I spent so much money into the, the, the armor that I'm wearing and now it means nothing. I was like, I can't do lethal. I just, I just can't. But if I started over knowing that like, hey, your armor's not going to mean anything. Then I would focus more on the resolve and the charms. And that and sounds like, like a that. fun journey to start from being like, hey, I can't take on two guys or it's going to murder me to getting to the point where you're just like, I murder hordes, hordes. <laughs> it's, it's been a, a learning process. <laughs> <laughs> I will say one thing, though, that was dope. I mean, like dope AF, dope. So I, if anybody had caught the streams originally when I was playing, in the first weekend of playing, I probably played 40 out of the 48 hours of that weekend. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a mission in it called Heavenly Strike. And it's when you get this ungodly awesome thing that just is not blockable. And it just, you go from one side of the screen to the other and you murder the person almost in Slice. one strike. And <laughs> it's heavenly. It really is. And when, when I got to the, the, it's a mythic quest that you have to do. So when I got to that point, whenever, whatever I was doing initially in the game, I used to play very defensively. Mm-hmm. So it took me probably a clean hour to beat that fight. There were crows. It was really cool. And the dude just kept handing me my over and over and over and over again. And Jen and Nakia and I, when it finally, when I finally beat it, we were like jumping up on the couch. We're like, it's done. It's happened. We were losing our minds. So last night around 3.30 in the morning, I was just playing through the game. And I'm like, all right, cool. I don't know if I'm going to 100% this, but I definitely need to go get Heavenly Strike. I need to go get that now. I need that in my life. I head over there. I do the stupid quest with the, the flowers. I'm up to the dude. I'm saving the granda. He's dead. Oh, no. And then you got to murder the dude that knows the thing so he can teach you the thing. And you want to know how many tries it took me? How many? One. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know how disappointed I was that it didn't take me an hour to do it? You want to know why that worked out the way it did? Because if you're aggressive and don't let them build anything up, you just keep slapping them in the face. And they never have the ability to use the heavenly strike against you. They don't have time to use their unblockable garbage. So I learned a very, very, you know, it's a delicate lesson, I think, in this game. Lethal (laughs) mode is really great later. It's not so great right now because I don't have enough of anything to make it so that I can take a hit. But let me tell you what, if you are aggressive... It don't matter. It don't matter at all. You'd be in their face. You'd be in their face right now. (laughs) I love a hard mode that is fair to like both sides of the equation there. So now I'm learning how to counter again. It's really, really not fun. (laughs) But I I am getting it better than I ever did before. So really, I guess it's a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, nice. That was Ghost of Tsushima. Yes. Nice. It's so good. Legends comes out October 16th. Play with us. 
friend zone. We will friend zone that, absolutely. (laughs) And then what about you, Troy? What did you play this week? I played Rogue Company, which came out on October 1st, which makes it a new new release-ish. (laughs) Rogue Company is a free-to-play multiplayer third-person shooter developed by First Watch Games, published by Hi-Rez Studios. Um, I went into this game thinking that it was going to be a battle royale. Mm -hmm. It's not. Oh, no. (laughs) It's exciting. It isn't? Because all, all like, free kind of uh, shooters are third-person. I'm just like, oh, that's got to be a battle royale. Uh, No, it's actually more akin to Counter-Strike or Overwatch. Or Valorant, meaning that it is a hero-based um, shooter okay. where you pick a character and they have their own unique abilities and weapon slots and whatnot. And in this case, it's a very much like Counter-Strike where one of the modes is pretty much, hey, there's a bomb that you need to plant and the other team needs to deactivate it or kill everyone on your team. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so I really, really like the pizzazz of this, this game. It's got a great flair and a slickness to it that I think is actually pretty cool. And so it's all about the kind of uh, polish and presentation that really kind of sets this game apart. When you pick your character, everyone gets to pick a a unique character. So you can't have two of the same. I I like to pick the medic because I love support characters. Mm -hmm. And then once everyone picks, the game starts off with like this movie-esque, like you're walking (laughs) towards the camera in slow motion. And then it zooms in and goes like, my gamer tag is eccentric. Mm-hmm. So it goes eccentric as the medic. And then it goes one by one to everyone who's playing it. It's like you're playing a role in this action game and you're like a team, you're an ensemble. Uh-huh. And then that's just that's just a nice fun thing. And then you're in a plane and then the, the doors open and you like just catapult, you skydive to the objective and then you're fighting. So I didn't really like this game because I don't <laughs> like the the actual demolition gameplay of trying to disarm mm-hmm. a bomb because no one does that. They just shoot you anyway. Yeah. And I like shooters that have objectives that make you have to choose between shooting or doing the objective and it being kind of equal. Mm-hmm. So I was like, eh, it's fine. It's whatever. And then I realized, oh, they made more modes and pretty much covered all of their bases. One mode is just Counter-Strike. The next mode is just Call of Duty. You get a, you get stocks. You just shoot each other <laughs> until you, no one's left, and then you're done. Mm-hmm. And then there's one that's like objective, stand in the zone until you have it, hack it, or kill everyone. But you don't win either way. You have to kind of do both. Okay. And that's where I found my sweet spot. Nice. I got in with some friends, and I was like, oh, okay. I'm starting to actually understand what this game is about. It feels good. There's a lot of teamwork. It's not as arcadey as Overwatch, meaning like, Overwatch, you take a lot of hits and you can still kind of bump around. You got people healing you. There's a lot of back and forth. In this, it's a little bit more like Valorant where it's like, hey, you take two shots, you're down. Yeah. Um, Not my favorite. (laughs) Because it also comes with an upgrade system like Counter-Strike. So between rounds and matches, you can use money if you you have eliminated anyone or if you won the round to upgrade your body armor or your guns or get a new flash grenade or give yourself a perk so that no one can see you on a radar. Things like that. So it's got that Dota element to nice. it the strategy element yeah, to yeah, it yeah. so i think i think it's pretty good it's mm-hmm. free so there's that and you can unlock the characters by playing if you played enough of it there's a lot of different rogues as they call them mm-hmm. to pick from and I, I think it's a pretty solid free-to-play game um it's a little bare right now it's definitely kind of in their beta or just coming out of beta so there's not a lot more to it besides those game modes and uh, a little bit of sprays and uh and costumes and whatnot but mm-hmm. i think it has potential to be a, a pretty fun uh, distraction. <laughs> okay. Uh, would you say there's enough rogues to make it a company? 
Yes. Okay. <laughs> Definitively, there are enough rogues. Okay. As right. long as there's more than three, there's company, though, isn't there? Fair <laughs> hey. hey. Sweet historic uh. TV reference. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, knock on my door. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was Rogue Company. Very nice. Yes. Four out of five sandwiches. Ooh. Ooh. Three and a half. That felt wrong for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Give me like a half oop. You had to take a bite out of that sandwich. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. So that was it for our games. Now bring us to our news segment. News, 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 news. News. Did you just stab me? I don't know. You stabbed me with the news? I stabbed you with the news. You stabbed me with the news, Mel? It's a slow stab. Yeah. Among us. It wasn't me. Yeah. Uh, this week, we're going to start with a stop it, COVID. Stop it, COVID. It's been too long. Like, thankfully, it's thankfully. been too long. Yeah. Thankfully, Slow it's been it too long. Uh, but unfortunately, not long enough. Sad news this week as the Japan Amusement Expo that was to be held in February 2021 has been canceled. Uh, it's been cited as the E3 of arcades. Ugh. Um, really? The organizers deemed that it was just not realistic to be able to hold an event that has people come from all over Japan as well as all over the world and to play on the same arcade machines that countless other attendees would also be playing. Right, right. You know, it's not like you can like do individual controllers. It's it's an arcade yeah. machine. And it's yeah. not like it's a small arcade where like you can just clean every like five systems. Like, yeah, no, no. Yeah. It's a festival. It's a convention. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. too much. They did say it like they they put out like little like feelers to the different companies like, hey, would you come if we did do it? And they said like less than half. I think they said maybe one fifth of the people that normally would come said that they would still like, do it. They gave a lot of. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're dealing with a lot right now. Mm -hmm. and... Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's Japan. They're already an extremely cleanly like right, yeah. right. country. So. They were wearing masks before it was cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. So for them to be like, no. I think that says something. So. Yeah. yeah. Smart move. I mean, it's, yeah, it, yeah. it falls in line with, with how the trends that we've seen it, this it year. Does. And it, it, it does. It makes sense. So they haven't announced if they're going to do it online or if they're going to postpone it. They haven't said anything of that yet. But hopefully, I, I don't know how you do that online because it is, since they are arcade machines, you do really have to feel them yeah. to, to you know see how it actually works. But we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Uh, and then on to more disappointing news, uh, for me at least. <laughs> <Yikes>. <laughs> and that's Mortal Kombat's newest announced character. It's Rambo. John Rambo? Yeah. Oh. His first name's John. His first name yeah. is John. His name's John. John. Last name Rambo. First I haven't name John. seen those movies in a while. Nobody has, which is why it's, I yeah, don't it's know. A weird uh, first Rambo, First Blood is still an amazing movie. It's before they got camp because it got real done yes, after that. Yes, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. It was actually a seriously good commentary well, on yeah, the Vietnam War. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. post-traumatic stress disorder. Yes. Yeah, PTSD. I, I guess, like, I was too young when that movie came out to watch it. I definitely watched it, like, afterwards when I got mm -hmm. older. So it's interesting for them to release it now because I feel like there's even, a like, a younger generation than us that would be like, hey, I, you know, I watched it because my... Grandpa? My, my, yeah, my grandpa watched it. Like, that's a, it's just a, an interesting choice. They did try to remake it, I think, in 2010 or 2009. Oh, not even a remake. It was a continuation. Oh, it was, yeah, a, it was a continuation. Even better. He, there was we go. A, he was old man Rambo. There yeah. we go. I, you know, I, I feel the same way I did last week with Smash. This is the same feeling. Oh, really? I don't yeah, know, guys. This makes, this, is, this makes perfect sense to me. This is way worse. Like, How is it worse? Why? Like, I have two what? words for this. Yeah. But why? Okay, okay. Okay. The last, the last character they released was Terminator, a 1980s like 
action movie that's dumb right, but, and fun and camp. Terminator's but he's a machine. Cool. <laughs> he's oh, a Rambo machine. is a machine. I don't know if you've yeah. seen those last movies. Um, but here, Mortal Kombat is camp. It's blood. It's right. just like, let me action. Boom, 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 boom. The first Rambo movie is a good Rambo movie. It is not I, like that. The rest think, of them are dumb murder fests, yeah. which they, is what Mortal Kombat is, they, they a dumb put, murder fest. They put Terminator in the game, and they put Predator in the game. So like, I think it makes sense that they put Rambo in the game. I just think oh. when you hold him up to the other characters, like, he's Robo just Cops more like no, yeah, RoboCop. Well, he's just more like... A, a guy it, like like the Terminator is a robot and Predator is an alien and RoboCop is also a robot. So and, for him to just be like like a, a soldier is just like what are you what are you doing? He's like that more, Australian guy in Mortal Kombat. It's like what is it? What are you, you're just Kano? Australian? Like, yeah. like that's your only thing? He's Stallone. He's Stallone. And that uh, to your point, this is to your point is that it, it, the last character they they unlocked was RoboCop and before that was Terminator for this one. Predator right. was the last game. Right. Yes. Um, you can't have. Schwarzenegger and not put Stallone in that game uh-huh. because that's like that's what Planet Hollywood was based on is those action 80s action like icons but, but so I think it's more about Stallone and less about Rambo but listen to what you just said you said Planet Hollywood which yeah. has gone bankrupt oh whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not saying <laughs> it's like fiscally the way to go I'm just saying that's how you start a planet I understand I understand <laughs> I think I I think I might actually be on board with Rambo at the moment I just imagine what his fight moves will be, and I feel like he just takes a gun out of everywhere. <laughs> I feel like one hand is holding a machine gun, yes. one hand is holding like yes. a, a machete, and like he throws the machete and then pulls out a handgun and then sprays them. I feel like he's become Scarface. It's ridiculous. I think he's gonna be like, say hello to all of my bullet-shaped friends. Yeah. Like, like, is his fatality gonna be like giving the other person PTSD? Like, what's going no, on here? No, he's gonna no, no, give no. them bullets. <laughs> uh, yo, Rambo takes some people apart with some traps in that game. I'm I telling know. you, there's gonna be some spikes going through people's shins it's gonna be gross uh i mean i i get it for this one yes if it was the previous game where it was like predator and the alien that makes more sense because they're both aliens in this one they're really going for the 80s action yeah motif. i understand so rambo fits i understand so does Jet i just don't Lee like it get to come yeah, into the Brian. next one yeah not 80s that's fair yeah he's not that's fair. Okay, he's so the karate okay. kid. Now we're talking. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi nailing it Dude, right now. Dude, they add Mr. Miyagi. I'm so down. <laughs> His special is like a wax on your face, wax off your face. It'd be great. Yeah, he takes the chopsticks, but instead of like a fly, it's just your eyeball. <laughs> yeah. No, no, he just doesn't fight. <laughs> yeah, actually, he just has somebody else come it's, out and It's fight. all talking. He brokers peace. Yeah. It's the ultimate fatality because it ends Mortal Kombat. They go to hit him, and then they can't, and then they fall down, and they start crying. <laughs> Uh, so that's my disappointing news. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I so we're half and half. We're split. Yeah. Lewis is in here it. for the tiebreaker, so yeah. I'm gonna call that even. Yeah. Actually, I want to say Lewis agrees with us. I mean, he's not here. So, yeah. Oh, he's a murderer. I mean, no, yeah. he is a not. There's no way to say this the right way. No, there's no. There's no way. He acts like he's a murderer. No, that's still not good. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, next up, we have a little confirmation, and I don't mean my nephew in uh, North Carolina. Uh, I mean for a release date for the game bug snacks talk about bug snacks it will indeed be a launch title for the ps5 and it will come out november 12th i was hoping to avoid that game for a little while longer right i still haven't decided how i feel about it <laughs> what i feel great about it is yeah. there any other way to feel yeah like this oh <laughs> just, oh just what is it you know that, that does go along with their first game which was octodad oh I, okay. I see that now so <laughs> octodad was a really good premise but once i played it i was like good after i don't know 20 minutes i was like that's a funny joke mm-hmm. i'm good yeah. I have a question. Is Bugsnax the game that had the arachnophobia warning thing to it? No, that is, that's uh, Grounded. 
Uh, this Bug is the Snacks one. was the one with the weird looking. Oh, yeah. it's where, it's where yeah. you ate you a are sandwich what you are. and oh. then you became like your yeah. arm became a sandwich. Yeah, you are what you eat. Talk about oh. Bug Snacks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now it's that gonna, I know what we're talking about, I'm, I, I don't know about that. Yeah. Right. Well, Great I'll, theme song. Yes. Guess, Great yes. theme song. I guess I'll be leading the charge on this one. You, you absolutely yeah. will. I'm into I'm, it. I'm not against it. I just don't know. Uh, that's the yeah. Part, yeah. It's the don't know that is the most appealing part to me. It is. All the other games, I know what they're. I know what they're about, and I like it. But this one, I'm like, it's question. Mark. I will be saying. I'm intrigued. You are going to be deep into Assassin's Creed and uh, Cyberpunk. Uh oh. You know. <laughs> I was about to say that's probably partially why I'm playing Assassin's Spider-Man. Creed for launch because I don't know. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? I don't know anything about this. I'm down. Oh god. But it will be re-releasing for both the PS4 and the PS5 because it is a PlayStation exclusive. Beautiful. So. Uh, and then speaking of PlayStation, they are planning to address the trophy system on the PSN. Right. Uh, so instead of the max level being 100, which it is right now, they are increasing it to 1,000, but they are also increasing your level with it. So if you're like level 12 right now, uh, it'll be they'll do some sort of algorithm and you'll be like level 120 or something so like that. So what's the point then of changing that? I don't know. It's <laughs> you're going to slowly move upwards? Or you're going to feel like you're moving upwards more. I yes. guess. Oh. Yeah, they're also attaching, like, you know how you can have the, all the different trophies can be a bronze, silver, gold, or platinum. Uh, your level will also dictate if you are a bronze or a oh. silver. And they have, like, three different levels of each one of those. And then if, right. you be, if you reach level 999, you become a platinum. All right. and, and if I had to guess, it sounds like they have a different system in the five, and they're getting us updated right, early right, right, for when right. the five exactly. matches. Yeah. All right, yeah. I'm looking up my trophies. And I, I don't remember what I was before. I think I was around 24, 25. I honestly don't remember. Mm-hmm. But I didn't even get a chance to remember because it's already changed over i'm level 417 now oh wow i that's don't know what that equates to that's awesome and i don't i don't necessarily have a uh, uh a medal that goes with me uh-huh i do have a gold star if that's what you mean yeah that's what i mean yeah so oh, you're okay. in the but it was already star. a gold star that was next to your name before i think yeah ah. but now but if, but if my, like my level is 100 so okay. or you know whatever it is it was uh, 50 it used to be 15 yeah, i think yeah, yeah. Right. so i'll probably be a bronze versus a gold you know Okay. It, it's, it's, it's just a change. It's just a change. It's not upgrading or downgrading. It's just a new way to display the same Yeah, because before, each one of the different trophies had a flat point system. So if you got yeah. a gold trophy, it was worth 90 points. Platinum was worth, I think, 180. Okay. Now they're placing a greater emphasis on platinums. So if you got platinums, it would count a lot more towards your score versus everything else. Gotcha. They just haven't said what all that would be. Okay. Cool. And yeah. Sure. Yeah. I, I feel the same about it that I did before. Yeah. <laughs> I just checked ours. We are now 258. Ooh. Ooh. We went up in the world. Hey, yo. <laughs> still feels silly. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, and now something Sony hasn't been so great with. They have not confirmed whether saves you made on the PS4 will transfer to the PS5. Uh, Xbox has confirmed that most, if not every single game, will have their save game transferable. And PlayStation's like some or just we're not saying anything about it. PlayStation has remained completely quiet and so far seems to be up to the individual companies to come up with a solution. That's a big old no. This seems so weird because it's like the save data is in your cloud. It's just a file. I can't pull the file down on a different hardware. You would think that it would be an easy solution. Uh, which is probably why Sony's telling you no. Like, <laughs> oh, they didn't say anything. That yeah, they just haven't said anything. Yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah. They, they might they might come up with a solution or not even come up. They might have a solution. They just haven't announced it yet. I just think it's weird that they haven't when yeah. they've been asked. I'm curious about the digital content it, if it, that transfers over since there's no like I don't know. It's just in the yeah, air. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I'm presuming it will because all the stuff they give you for PS Plus mm-hmm. every week, every month. It's yeah. like okay, you just can't play any of those anymore. We'll see. We'll We'll see. see. (laughs) Good old Sony. (laughs) 
and then also Sony is getting flack in Japan with the decision is made concerning the controller. Currently in Japan, the circle button is the confirm button and the X button is the cancel button. And that's about to change, citing trying to make it a little bit easier for the developers. They're trying to make those buttons like the rest of the world and have the X be confirmed and the circle be canceled. Um, it's, it's getting very mixed messages in Japan right now. Yeah, but we have to switch our buttons whenever we play with the Switch and it just make that mental switch. It's not like the end of the world. Yeah. It causes True. a small amount of confusion for like the first time or two that I have yeah. to confirm right. something. But in, yeah. this is while I was playing Ghost of Tsushima and Animal Crossing at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like, oh, this right. is done. Let me pick that up. Oh, man, wrong buttons again. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's fixed. And yeah. then put it down. Then grab the other. Oh, wrong one. Yeah. And, and a lot of games, like if you hit any button, it's, yeah. it works. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, fair enough. It's just because in Japan, they do have a very nationalist uh, thinking. Yeah. They're, they're always right. very, especially because Sony is a Japanese company. They're like, why are you selling us out like this? Sure. Because in Japan, a circle means okay. It means correct. Right. And an X means incorrect. What does a triangle mean? A triangle. (laughs) (laughs) But for them, like looking at a controller, they can just look at it and go, oh, that obviously means a confirm button because that means it's correct. Right. So it is, I do get, I I get both sides of this. I get both sides. They didn't have to. I was fine. Yeah. Just knowing which game did what. Like it's not a, I don't know. Yeah. But sure. They'll get used to it, I'm sure. Um, but, well, you know, it is just a different thing that they're doing. Talk about bug snacks. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but finally, we're going to end with a potential dumpster fire or a potential amazing phenomenon. Ooh. And that is the Monster Hunter movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, there's there's going to be... There's going to be... Oh, yeah. It yeah, might it be, be both. both. Yeah. It could definitely be both. Where did that come from? They've been, it's saw been a, a trailer. I never... I didn't even hear about this. Oh, no? Oh, oh it's, I've heard I about it. Been, yeah. Really. yeah. I've been yeah. following this for years. They've been teasing things uh, with pictures and weird, like, literally just close-ups of a claw and, like, yeah. odd things like that for years. It's... I'm actually really excited. Yeah. So it's coming out this year. Yeah. Th- so right now... It was supposed to come out earlier this year, and right. then obviously, you know, COVID happened, and then they delayed it to April of next year. But then this sure. trailer said December, so now Why nobody not? knows what the heck's going <laughs> on. It's just like Monster Hunter, right? <laughs> Super confusing. Super confusing. I hope that the movie is like as extreme as like a Fast and Furious. I want them to be like take a regular movie and then like make it twice that. Yes. I want it to be like ridiculous extreme. Yes. I, I will not be sold until I see a Palico. That's just where I'm at. So, I'm already so, sold. So the premise of this movie is, um, what's her name? Mila Jovovich. Her, she's in the army and she has a company. Or oh, whatnot. it's modern, right? It's modern. However, a sandstorm happens and then they get transported into the monster hunter oh. world. Oh, and okay. then okay. all of That's their fine. guns don't work because they're monsters. That's fine. So Jay Lee comes up. And he's Jay Lee. Uh, he's a uh, he's an actor. He's, oh, he's, oh, a, he's okay, a pretty okay. big actor. Sorry. <laughs> okay. He, he's an actor. Try. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. uh, but Jay Lee comes up and he's like he, he's from the Monster Hunter world and he yes. teaches them how to do how, things. how to monster hunt how to monster hunt. So first you a, gotta eat a big old steak. Yeah. <laughs> Chef, I hope Chef Cat. Chef Cat has to be in this. <gasps> oh my gosh! If Chef Cat isn't in this, I say we riot. Right. Yeah. Also, if we do see this, and hopefully maybe in the theaters, if things are good enough, yes. we should have the biggest meal <laughs> beforehand yes. and just scarf it down in under three seconds. Monster Hunter seconds. meal. So one large popcorn. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, no. I say, Joe, you and I, we get we the got turkey this. and the soup yes. and that gratin thing yes. that they made, and we'll just fill up the whole table. Yes. Oh. Can we dress yes. as like the Grandmaster Kitty too? Yes. Hell yeah. Yes. Yes. But yeah, yes. this movie can go either way. They released a 17-second teaser trailer, and it looks 
It looks like it, it look, go either way. It looks like Transformers to me. Yeah, it does. It just looks like they subbed out the monsters or or the Transformers for mm-hmm. the monsters, and yeah. I'm like, all right, sure. But a Diablo's <laughs> pops out of the ground. Yeah. It actually has the exact sound effect that it has in the uh, game, which is cool. If I'm memory, okay if memory serves me right, uh, Mila Jovovich's brother actually plays Monster Hunter, and she oh. was really excited to be in the movie because it was something her brother liked. Well, and I think she plays as well. That oh, makes nice. me like it more. Well, it's also by uh, Paul Anderson. Oh yeah, who also did the Resident Evil movies? Who's ah. also her husband? Yeah, that's her dude. So, that's, her dude. that's her dude. But he doesn't it's all, play. It's, it's all playing. Yeah, it's all in the yeah. family. Yeah, his brother-in-law really likes it. Yeah, nepotism, <laughs> Hollywood. <laughs> uh, so that'll do it for the news. But we still have one thing left, which is. Adventures in Twitch! Breaking news! The Taste of Dragons is now on Twitch, and we have made affiliate. Join us on Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays for freaky holiday fun and festive festivities. We have emotes, channel points, and lowered inhibitions. For your entertainment, we will hydrate, make puns, stretch, discuss sandwiches, and much, much more. So follow and subscribe to the Taste of Dragons Gaming Network. We'll see you soon on Twitch. And that has been Adventures in Twitch. We're just getting weirder and weirder, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Twitch is, I don't know if Twitch is helping or hurting us with the weirdness. Helping. Like, normally we do bits and we don't get to see people's reactions. I think Twitch is bad for us because then we do bits and then people laugh at them. And then it's like, well, clearly this is funny. Instant so, gratification. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been a fun week. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Again, I don't know if it's helping or hurting because we went on a lot of tangents last week, guys. It's probably Twitch related. It's probably Twitch related. Because <laughs> you just got to fill time. You just do. You keep talking. Stop keep- filling time. Guys. Oh gosh! Oh we no! Our, we gotta keep going. We gotta keep going. Brian, what's next? <laughs> and now it brings us to our gamers' digest. Yum. Yeah, and to bring it this week is Joe. In gamers' digest, we like to entice our appetites with a fun romp in the open world of sandwich making. This week, we want to make the titular wobbling, tripping good time for all fall guys into a tasty sandwich. Ooh. All right. Anybody have any ideas to start with? Oh, yeah. This has got to be a dessert sandwich. Yes. Right off the bat. It's got to be. Also, I feel like one of the ingredients is in a bottle, right? But there are three bottles. And one of them's hot sauce. And then the other two are like syrup. And they don't know which one is which. Oh, man. And then before you eat it, you have to pour one in your sandwich. Oh. I agree. I agree. I agree with this. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I feel like... Either inside of the sandwich or on the urn, you know, maybe it's like the little topping on the sandwich instead of sesame seeds. It's like little jelly beans. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. yeah. See, that's where I'm going. The yeah, little I like guys, that. They, 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 they look like 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 jelly beans or mm-hmm. sprinkles, and that's what I'm kind of feeling all put gummy on bears. there. It's gummy, gummy bears. Gummy bears. Gummy bears. Yeah. You know, I, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. I also think this sandwich is like a Dr. Seuss sandwich where it's got to be like leaning a one way oh, and then leans yes. back in. So whatever we're building it with, it needs to have like a whipped cream layer here and there so it can build out and then build back in or something like that. Are we thinking like angel food cake? Yes. And then like a whipped cream layer and then like some strawberries, angel food cake, wait and a then wait a second, jelly wait a second, beans. Wait a second. Wait a second. Is is cake a sandwich? Well, yeah. With, yeah, it's a bread. With, yeah. yeah. You have like you have like the crust and then the it's stuff in the middle. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And then the stuff on top. Um, Troy. Everything is a sandwich. <laughs> That's our brand. <laughs> 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 oh, remember when they did that thing where everything was a cake? If, if all cakes are sandwiches, then everything is a sandwich. Everything is a sandwich. Not no tangenting. Back on topic. T- fall guys. <laughs> yes. Sandwich. Sandwich. So I agree. I do like the the whipped cream layer, but I think we should like. 
I think you should have different layers. So start with the angel food cake. Okay. Okay. Do your whipped cream or whatever. Right. Yep. And then you do like a like a red velvet. Oh, red I like velvet. that. I got it. The thing that throws it off big time, just okay. like all things in Fall Guys, it has olive loaf in it as well. Oh. oh. Yeah, oh. that's yeah, what being I held know. on to while someone while you're trying to jump and then someone lets go of you feels like it feels like olive loaf, Brian. But not every time. All it takes is one olive in olive loaf. <laughs> Which might I add, I actually love olive loaf, so I'm not a yeah. hater. The rest and, of us don't. And all of these loaves are shaped in like a weird way. So you just kinda look at it and you're like, I don't know how I'm supposed to eat this. I'm gonna wait for you're, someone else to go you're first. You're supposed to pick at it with a fork and get like one layer and then avoid that layer and then get another layer and then yeah. But it's yeah. also on a lazy Susan, so it's constantly <gasps> rotating. Yes. So you yes. have to try so to So it's dangerous to try and grab it because you could grab the sandwich wrong and it falls on you. Yeah. <laughs> The sandwich sounds amazing. I, I like how the, the pomp and circumstance is more than what the actual sandwich is, which explains this game it's perfectly. Perfect. <laughs> Pretty perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely wild colors, too. I feel like the angel food cake is like tie-dyed. Yes. Yes. It's, it's like a confetti cake. Yes. 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 Confetti. Yeah. Very nice. Yes. Oh, man. Uh, that sounds really sugary and probably bad for my health. Yeah. Not the olive loaf. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, isn't there like that vegetable level? So should there be like... There should be like a schmear of some sort. It's fruit. Like it's fruit. Like oh, we fondant. need to add fruit. Oh, we need oh, to add fruit Oh my gosh. This. Are we adding fondant to this? Because that is the grossest stuff ever. <laughs> and that fondant. would be really funny to try to see the, per, the poor person who ends up with the fondant part of it. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm weird with fondant. I don't like it at first, but then when there's enough, I'm like, all right, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> I can't eat I'll it keep, at I'll all. keep going. <laughs> I'll see this through to the end. We had no icing on our wedding cake because I couldn't do fondant. <laughs> we just didn't no. have fondant on our wedding cake. Yeah, no. we, ours was buttercream. It was dope. <laughs> our, our cakes came in. And I saw it. So sorry. I don't know what the tangent is. Uh, our cakes came in and they had no icing on the sides. So they just oh. like, they were like that style. And my, my poor aunt was like, oh no, they forgot to ice them. And, and, and they're like, oh, sorry. no, no. It's on purpose. It's on, it's on purpose. We're millennials. <laughs> this is what we do. Our wedding cake was a stormtrooper firefight <laughs> with parts of it blown off. It was amazing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. So okay. we take okay. these so two wedding cakes. We add them yeah. to yeah. the okay, existing. I feel like it, there's a top and a bottom layer there. Yeah. I feel like those are the, the oh, those are the yeah. multiple yeah. levels. Yeah, 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 yeah. Smash them all into it. This is just becoming a, okay, a huge cake sandwich monster. So funfetti wedding cake with a layer of icing with a layer of uh, uh, red, velvet, red velvet, which also has olive loaf in it, so that yes. you have to pick around it, topped with fondant and jelly beans, and fighting a stormtrooper. And fi- there's a fighting stormtrooper on top. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And then also, uh, the there's melted um, pink icing on top as well because of the slime. Oh, yeah, you have that. It's on just top. drenched. It's just drenched. Or is it at the bottom? It, it's at the in bottom. The it's in a bed. It's in a bed. <laughs> oh wait, the lazy Susan is yes, really a lazy, lazy bucket. Yeah, yeah. Oh I feel like you're. I feel like <laughs> that is descending oh into. God. You have to eat it. <laughs> I think that the the way I think the way we get the gummy bears on it is the gummy bears are actually on the fork, which makes it harder for you to to actually dig into. The <laughs> it's a gummy fork. It's it's a gummy, gummy fork. fork. It's a gummy fork. You can't stab anything. Oh, no. Oh, this is the most infuriating cake it's sandwich perfect. ever. Yeah, and Fall it's Guys. exactly what Fall Guys is. It's perfect, guys. <gasps> Patented. Yep. And if you eat it all before it successfully, you know, if you eat it all before it goes into the slime completely, you get a crown. Oh, all right, all right. 
Everyone wears a crown. Diabetes. <laughs> and diabetes. Well, that's the crown. That's the crown. It just says diabetes on it. And the crown's made out of, you know, sugar. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Oh, I'm jittering just talking about this right now. All right. Remember how we talked about how we were going to make one of these sandwiches? It's not going to be this, not this one. one. Not it's this not one. this one. It's not this one. It's not this I would one. salt bay like non-parallels or, or snow caps onto the top of this cake <laughs> if we made this cake. <laughs> sandwich. 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 Sandwich cake. There you go. Cake sandwich. sandwich. You still have to say sandwich. It's a Dessert sandwich. Yes. Dessert sandwich. Yeah, it's like an you ice have, cream sandwich, yeah. but a cake sandwich. It's a you cake got, witch. Yeah, you got it's dinner cake sandwiches, yeah. lunch sandwiches. This is a dessert sandwich. I like yes. it. I'm there. Oh, man. We're, we're all going to diabetic comas when this is done, guys. <laughs> I'm in a diabetic coma just talking about this. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, I, I like that sandwich. So I like it. Woo! That it's was a, good, a journey. It was a good change of pace because we've been <laughs> doing a lot of savory sandwiches, which is, you know, granted most yeah. sandwiches, but <laughs> we, we've, we've run the gamut. So that'll do it for our Gamer's Digest. Yum. Now that brings us to our Dragon of the Week. It's the Dragon of the Week. Oh, it's so neat. It's the Dragon of the Week. It, it is meat. Dragon of the Week. Dragon of the Week. It's not meat. It's a person. I guess, well, I guess technically we're all meat, right? We're all meat. I just needed something to rhyme with meat, Brian. Have you been talking to Lewis? Oh, gosh. <laughs> we're all just meat. We are. What, Lewis? <laughs> he just popped in just to say that. That was really weird. <laughs> but Dragon of the Week is a chance for us to shine a little light, show a little love on a company, a person, a group. You know, anything that has to do with the gaming industry. And this week, Troy's going to bring it to us. What's up, dragons? That's right. We're also fellow dragons. What's up? What's up? Uh, This week, I'm bringing you a super cool honorary dragon that I know you'll love. Their name is Robin Hunnicky, and she is one of the most free-spirited, innovative, fun forces of gaming positivity out there, which is why I did her, (laughs) which is why I am talking about her. She sounds amazing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So Robin is responsible for such games as My Sims, Boom Blocks, Watam. That's that Katamari Damacy game that where you eat people and then fart them out. That's good stuff. (laughs) And more. Uh, She's also a trailblazer for new innovations to expand the gaming industry. Uh, I learned about her from the book, uh, Women in Gaming, 100 Professionals of Play. Please check it out. And I learned a lot more from her lectures, which are on YouTube. Also check those out. Uh, But let's start at the beginning. Robin Hunnicky was born and raised in Albany, New York, before she moved to Chicago in 1991 to to pursue a degree involving computer science. Her hope was to become a robotics and AI programmer. To make you, Brian. She wanted to make one of you. That's right. She didn't. She didn't. <laughs> well, or did she? I'm going to tell you why she didn't. Because okay. while she was in school, she attended a presentation by Will Wright, the guy who made The Sims. Because it was the 90s and the first Sims wasn't quite out yet. So he was up there all like, yo, look at what I made. You see, it's like the the people and they like, you just like, they do stuff, you leave them alone and they'll starve and like, oh, that guy's pee. Whoopsies. Oh, pretty cool, right? Obviously, it blew a lot of people's minds. Um, after the talk, Robin approached Will Wright and was like, I got questions. <laughs> after a half hour's worth of nonstop questions, which Will Wright was happily answering, uh, Will was like, yeah, I'm going to be honest, you're talking like a game developer. And she was like, what? I'm a computer scientist. I just program. I'm going to make a robot. But thanks. That's quite a compliment coming from you. This put a little bug in her brain because 
it put a little bug about game development where she started thinking like, hmm, I'm going to make this a thing. And I'm happy that she did because that bug blossomed into a beautiful butterfly and she decided to design and make games herself. But now that she wanted to pursue a career in game development, it was the 90s. And like that was just not an option. Like universities weren't out there teaching game design. It was not available. So she was like, "Mm, I'm going to make a thing. She straight up taught herself how to design games, but she didn't stop there. She reached out and established a community of others in her same predicament to come together and learn about game making. It became what the book called an academic collective experience. (laughs) (laughs) In short, she helped design and prompted the very first curriculum for video game programs at a college level. Colleges would later go on to adopt what they made uh, and implement it into prestigious schools like Carnegie Mellon and MIT and even Santa Cruz, which she then went on years later to become a professor of, which is amazing. It's great to be able to teach the thing that you created. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, hey, I'm going to teach this subject. Oh, what's your qualifications? I made it. I made it. <laughs> well, hey, teach, I think you got it wrong. No, I didn't. What? <laughs> I'm changing it because I made it. Not anymore. <laughs> So this networking that she did, making this group of uh, developers as well, led to one magical night where one of the devs were like, yo, you know what would be cool? So I heard about this thing. What if we all like made our own separate games, but, 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 but we only have two days to finish it. Wait, 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 wait. And then we put it on the internet for free. You make this guy or this person sound like the highest person ever. <laughs> They're like college. That's what I, yeah. that's, um, I'm, I'm using a lot of uh, 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 imaginary interpretation. In this, in you realize guys. these were nerds, right? I'm just. I know you didn't have that experience. I did. I'm just saying, like you know. <laughs> You're right. I just. This is how Probably I see like, it. You guys want our pizza because I got like six bucks. But like, if you guys. Did you guys, you guys hear about this new uh, this new anime called uh, Evangelion? <laughs> Actually, it was like, hey, I think it'd be a good idea if we had a game jam. Because that's what they ended up actually helping to create. Awesome. The game jam was born. Yes. Game jams are like where developers have like two days. They all make their own games. And then it just goes as a topic. Mm -hmm. And so she helped actually start put one of the first game jams together. And with that, Haneke became the first female game jammer on planet Earth. Period. So once again, she was like, "Mm, you know what? I'm going to make this a thing. She went on to help write the themes and was a cornerstone for the first global game jam ever and is still a cornerstone in that community to this day. After all this, this is all within like the six years after she had talked with Will Wright, Mm -hmm. right? She then went to Electronic Arts and was like, yo, EA, give me a job. And they were like, oh, hell yeah, let's do this. (laughs) And she went on to work on such games like The Sims 2, Open for Business, My Sims, and followed by a collaboration with none other than Steven freaking Spielberg on the game Boom Blocks for the Nintendo Wii. Did anybody here play this? I did. It was a fun puzzle game, and like it was, it was actually a pretty good game. Mm-hmm. At first, you're like Steven Spielberg. What do you know about games? You like Fusion Frenzy, whatever. <laughs> and then you're like, actually, this is all right. Um, <laughs> that game was a critical and a commercial success, and she just kept the momentum going. She actually produced Journey. Yes, that Journey. Whoa. That the moving game Journey um, by uh, that game company. 
Um, she was so moved by the game that she looked at one of the developers, Martin Middleton, who had helped make that game. And she was like, yo, you want to make a thing? And he was like, yeah, let's do it. And they made their own studio named Phenomena. That is a joke she made in one of her lectures. That's how she <laughs> introed her company. <laughs> well, you said it that yeah, way. That's the only way you can finish it. <laughs> it's uh, it's phenomena, but spelled with an F-U-N. So it's like phenomena. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, yeah. Phenomena. She's, she's all about bringing that fun. Um, at Phenomena, their goal is to make fun, innovative, experimental games. And if you ever see the trailer for 2019's What Tam, yes, that game where you eat things and then fart them out, you will know they made very good on their promises. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they did a lot of good work in VR. They actually took VR and they wanted to, to do what they called a VR fairy tale. And it's, it's called Luna. And it's just a beautiful experience from top to bottom. But that's kind of where, where her mind is at. It's not about necessarily making franchises or making sequels or whatever. It's like, I have the ability to make something cool and interesting in this platform. And I want to give people the ingredients and the recipe <laughs> and, and the stove in order to do it. And then she just helps there, gets right in there with them. And that's why it actually caught the attention of the maker of Katamari Damacy. Because that guy has been doing that too. I oh, mean, yeah. those games are yeah. weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What was, the, what was the Nobi Nobi boy? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah super weird game. And so, uh, and so he was like, I get what you're doing. And she's like, right? And he's like, let's make a game together. And that's where What Tam kind of came about. Um, so I just love, she's, not only does she do all these things, but she's also a great advocate for uh, new voices in gaming. At GDC and other events like that, she actually created a panel just for new people. Just for new companies that haven't tried yet to kind of get in there and to show off the new wares. Games like Portal came from this like convention panel that she would oh, uh, awesome. put together. Mm -hmm. And that's just who she is. Innovation, continuing to push the boundaries of the gaming industry. And that's just the best. So big fan of Robin Hunnicky. So glad she's out there. She's under 50, killing it. <laughs> you know, still to this day. So hats off. Definitely hats off. Hats off. I don't know why I said habs, but I said habs off. <laughs> <laughs> They're like hats, but abs. It's like if I oh, yeah. if I like lift up my shirt and I just have six Guys, hats. no more tangents. <laughs> we have the time. Lewis isn't here. Okay. We got the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, please check out some lectures of her. There's a lot on YouTube, actually. And like every single one that I watched, I was like, damn, you are really cool. And I get everything you're saying. But that's Robin Hunnicky. Very nice. Very nice. I like that. Yeah, I didn't know that much about her. Like I had I'd heard the name before. Mm hmm. Uh, but I didn't know literally anything about it. And as soon as you said her name, I was like, oh, sweet. Yeah. Let's get into did it. She, did she do TED Talks? Uh, yes. I think I've seen some of her TED Talks. Yeah. yeah, I think what I saw was like a game version of a TED Talk or one of the ones I saw. Mm -hmm. Was there but, a yellow dot on the floor? Mm, oh, excuse no. me, a red dot on the floor? No, it was okay, blue. Then it wasn't so it was, a TED it Talk. It was not know. a TED Talk. <laughs> Off-brand right. TED Talk. You're right. You're right. But I think it was Dice. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah. But yeah, she's been in the industry for like over 22 years at this point. And like just, just amazing. That's a stalwart in it. Absolutely. Well, nicely done. Nicely done. So, but unfortunately, that'll do it for this week's episode. <laughs> but you can always find us online. Check us out online at Taste of Dragons on Instagram to keep up with all of our podcast and Twitch endeavors. We have to have our link tree, all that stuff. Check us out on Instagram at Taste of Dragons. But also, don't forget to check us out on none other than Twitter, which is kind of like our indie home for highlighting indie games and voices. Um, Mandy, is there a game that you found this week that you would like to highlight? 
Yes, and I'm very excited about it. I found this yesterday, and it just, I laughed out loud. Uh, it's called Rain on Your Parade. Uh, there's a demo out now on Steam, but you play as a rain cloud just going around ruining things. Yes. And the first level's like, people are walking outside of the building and you're raining on them because they don't have umbrellas. But the second level I saw in the in the, the preview is uh, you raining out someone's wedding. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's good luck. It's good luck. It's very funny. It looks like you have like rain and explosions and wind. It, it seems funny. It seems very untitled they goose, call those but lightning. cloud. They call that lightning. What? No, it Explos- looks like explosions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it's if it's lightning, then like woof. It's like Tiny Toons lightning. You it's just de- explosions. You definitely have like fire rain. Oh my god! Yeah, wow, it's, it's funny. It's funny. All right. Uh, well, for more information on that, check out our Twitter at Taste of Dragons to get a direct link to the developers and help support what they're trying to make. And also, as we mentioned before, don't miss out on us on Twitch. Uh, it's twitch.tv backslash Taste of Dragons. All five of us, we each take pretty much a different day of the week and have unique, fun programming for you all to come and check out. Find out your favorite show, let us know what it is, and make sure to join us every Wednesday for the Friend Zone when we all come together. That's right. And we also got emotes because we did a Reach Affiliate. Uh, however, yeah. one of our emotes, I think, was a little too sexy for Twitch. It's a reclining Todd, and Todd is our dragon mascot, which you've probably seen. And uh, he's a little sexy in it. So, I, I, you know, the other ones got completely approved. I don't know what's going on, See, guys. I don't understand because as I think because I think all the pictures of Todd are sexy. So, I don't know. It's hard for me to say. I agree. I agree. Hopefully, that'll be a mystery solved next week. But that'll do it for this week's episode. And as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. I'm Amanda. And I'm Joe. And we are... The, the Taste, Taste of, of Dragons. Dragons. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. 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 I'm Sean Connery. <laughs> Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast. A podcast for everyone's day.